0: Chumba Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, forward, 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Naked.
1: Shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Eddie Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe. through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to uh, With Insights Radio. I'm Iggy e. Garcia. This is Iggy e. Garcia Live. And I want to welcome everybody to my show. And uh, today my special guest is uh, Jennifer Whitaker. She's a friend of mine and we work on some things together. Um, she's also learning some shaman- shamanic practices from me. And so we have a little connection in that department. Uh, we'll bring her on here in a minute so she can share her uh, her knowledge with us and her insight and all of the beautiful things that she does and she brings to our community. If you don't know her, you will get to know her tonight and you will uh, be pretty excited and now hopefully you'll be able to uh, maybe kind of see another side of uh, our community that you probably don't see. But like we do on all our shows, we, we light a candle and we light some sage and today I'm going to actually use a little bit of uh, Agua Florida, a little Florida water. I'm feeling a little bit um, I don't know, it's just one of the things, you know, there's a lot of energies right now. And it's just kind of flowing, so I'm just gonna cool myself off a little bit. I'm just kind of getting that, that rhythm. Just feel a little better. It smells really good. So I wanna light a candle, this ancestral candle that we do before every show. I want to give thanks to our ancestors and honor them and um ask for uh, guidance today because right now we probably need a little bit of guidance from our guides and um people who um who are our helpers on the other side. Not all of them necessarily are helpers, but there are some who do cross in that veil and they give us information and they help us. Uh, it's really what you believe, where you resonate, and so this candle is uh to, to just to kind of just hold that space for us, give thanks to my mom and dad for all the stuff that they passed on down to me and my brothers and sisters and to my kids and my family. I'm going to light a candle there, it's lit, and we're going to go with a little bit of sage in Yerba Santa, light that up today and just kind of build the energy just taking that smoke into our space into our aura into that feeling that move that congested energy out of our way make room for a positive and loving light to come through us sending the smoke to the sky into the earth mother oh. all right everybody since our last show on wednesday we had a blue hawk was visited with visit me and was here and sharing his uh his knowledge he's one of my teachers and it was good to have him on get a different perspective and kind of talk about you know the Native American view on things and shamanic things He's one of my teachers and so it was really nice to have him join me but today we're we're gonna we're gonna move down the road here and we're gonna be talking about trauma work and and different things that uh kind of right now is right up the alley of my friend here Jennifer where she uh, she's going to give us some insight on some things and we're going to chat and we're going to just kind of have an open forum and just kind of debate some things and maybe we'll agree on some things and maybe we'll disagree on some things but whatever we'll find common ground somewhere in between because that's usually how it works so i'm going to unmute her and i'm going to welcome her to the show jennifer welcome to the show
2: hi iggy thanks for having me
1: absolutely it's good to see you
2: yeah it's good to see you it's good to be here
1: it's good to be here hey very (laughs) very good so what's going on with you? Tell us a little bit. Of, tell, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, and then you can tell us what's going on.
2: Okay. Well, I, I, I my name's Jennifer Whitaker. I live, work, and play in Columbus, Ohio, um, Worthington. Um, I'm a trauma specialist, and, um, and when I say that, I focus specifically on developmental and intergenerational issues, um, which those are the issues that we carry throughout our life and they're often really subtle. So we write off the effects of developmental and intergenerational issues as behavioral quirks or personality traits or oh, that's just who she is or he does that sometimes. And Mm -hmm. so we just excuse those bad behaviors. And um, so that's the type of stuff I work with, the subtle, sneaky stuff.
1: (laughs) The subtle, sneaky stuff. Yeah, it's subtle
2: and sneaky. And I also get into um, shadow work. Okay. Um, Yeah. So doing that deep dive into the subconscious.
1: So tell me a little bit about shadow work. I'm curious about that. I know we've talked Mm -hmm. a little bit before our listeners just to kind of bring them up to speed a little bit.
2: Yeah. Well, shadow work is really anything that the shadow is anything that you try to hide from other people. Um, anything that, you know, brings up those little twinges of shame, like, Oh my gosh, I can't let somebody find out that, you know, I do this thing or that I love this thing because then they're Mm going to judge me or I can't, Um, So that's shadow work. And a lot of times um, when people live in the shadow, so Mm -hmm. to speak, their gifts and talents come out in um, harmful and abusive ways, um, maladaptive ways that don't serve the person or anyone around them. Um, So a lot of times, uh, whenever we get into the shadow work, that stuff that we're trying to hide from the rest of the world, is where our gifts are. Carl Jung said the shadow is 90% pure gold because that's where our gifts and talents are. Um, but in order to fit in with the world around us, we hide that from the rest of the world and, and try to compromise who we are in order to fit in with mainstream society.
1: Okay. So it's, there's a lot there. There's, there's a lot, lot there, there. Yeah. yeah
2: there's a lot and there and so, so it's early. making so a lot of it's um working with the implicit mind and trying to make the subconscious conscious nice yeah
1: very good mm-hmm. so speaking of shadows there's mm-hmm. obviously a lot of shadows right now in the mm-hmm. situations that we're dealing with yeah. here
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the world so um so what do you think what, what's what's your take on what's going on here um Because everyone has opinions.
2: Oh, I know everybody. Everybody has opinions, you know, and uh, opinions and assholes. We all have them, right? (laughs) There you (laughs) go. (laughs) I don't know that mine matters any more than anyone else's. Um, may matter to someone. Yeah, I have been saying all along, like even before we were on lockdown, whenever this was still overseas and really hadn't hit the states yet, um, Mm -hmm. that there's something almost divine or karmic about this virus. Okay. Um, I don't believe it was created in a lab. I, okay. I just don't. Um, now, maybe it escaped from a lab because of human error. Um, I know just going to the grocery store, um, it is a learning curve to go to the store and wear a mask and not touch things
0: mm-hmm. and
2: not touch your face or not like it, it's just, it's a learning curve. Um, And I don't know many people, if you're not in healthcare, who can just put a mask on and go about your day as if it's not there and automatically not touch your face or do everything exactly right. Um, So I can see how somebody could, you know, like a virus that's invisible could accidentally get out of one of these facilities, especially if the funding was not there. Mm-hmm. because as soon as funding is there then people get a little bit lax in what's happening and so that that's a thing um i so i also study body language so okay. i do um i i've been on some webinars with people that, now don't get me wrong i'm not like classified or anything crazy like that but sometimes mm-hmm. people with high class classified clearances, for example, will come on and do like little webinars. I follow the spy museum at the um, Smithsonian. And so they're doing little fun free webinars. And so just through stuff like that, um, people from the intelligence community will come on and say, you know, like anytime there's a facility like this and the funding goes down or it's in a country where they don't have adequate funding, that's automatically a red flag and they keep their eyes on it because something like this could happen. And they've been aware of it for decades and decades. And so this is like a nightmare scenario that people who understand viruses and pandemics have said this is a possibility and it's, it's finally happened. And the reason I feel like there's something divine or karmic about it is I look back over, I don't know that even the last 10, 15, 20 years, Mm -hmm. and there's been increasing discomfort not only in our country but in the world. You know, you see world news, people are complaining about their countries, they're not happy with what's going on. And so there's this global unrest and people have been crying out for change. And we know that thought precedes form. Thought always precedes form. So you always have the the wave before the particle. And right. so Everybody was focusing on what they're unhappy about. So something divine said, all right, here you go. Here's your opportunity to change. Go to your room, think about what you want
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and and figure out how you can create that on the other side of this.
1: Do you think people some people won't change. Do you feel like some people are just going to get stuck? It doesn't really matter.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because whenever you consider statistically the Mm -hmm. bell curve, Mm -hmm. you know, there are absolutely people when you get into your standard deviations who are just going to be staunch and not, not able to change and, and they're not going to fare so well through this. They're going to end up miserable inside their own head.
1: Yeah. So even after we get the okay to go out and do what we do, and some people are going to have a really difficult time just they're kind of kind of go to back to old patterns maybe and then mm-hmm. those old patterns won't maybe work necessarily
2: right yeah mm-hmm. i i think that that's definitely a possibility and um there there's there's a shift uh, there's definitely an energetic shift happening
0: okay.
2: um and i i think a lot of people can feel that mm-hmm. um i've seen a lot of posts on social media people saying has anybody noticed like tingling or have you experienced anything, any weird sensations in your body since this mm-hmm. is all set? And so there are just various random conversations like this happening Okay. Um, and people going, oh, my gosh, I thought I was crazy, like afraid to talk about this stuff. And I think this is where we need to come out and start talking about stuff sure. like this. Um, Because it's, it's, it's important. It's important to share these experiences, because those shared experiences are how we connect. And right now, it's more important than ever to connect. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: we're also being taught very, very clearly, if you just stand back and look, we're being taught how to be separate and connected at the same time. And we're Mm. being shown very clearly that we are all one and that we are all connected. And, you know, that what one person does affects another. Um, And so that's the, um, oh, and I can't believe I'm going to say this phrase, but I'm going to say it. That's the brilliance of this virus. I mean, because there is, there's almost a brilliance underlying it, because if you if you just really look at what it's asking us to do, it's asking us to go within. And um, one of the people that I like to follow is Caroline Mace. And she put this in language that is just so, so beautiful that I, I'm just going to use her language um, or her analogy because I can't improve upon it. She talks about the Phoenix and right now we are, watching the destruction of the phoenix the phoenix is going down in ashes and we all know the story of the phoenix that eventually the phoenix will rise up out of the ashes again so it's the death and rebirth and you can't birth something new unless you destroy something old i mean it's the cycle Mm -hmm. of life and you know even in the om um the Hindu tradition of Om is not O M; it's A U M, A U M. You know, and whenever you mm-hmm. put it together, it comes out Om, mm-hmm. and it's four syllables: A U M and silence. The silence is considered a syllable, and it represents the creation, preservation, destruction, and rebirth of the cycle. So the silence is the or this, yeah the the pause. The silence is the rebirth.
1: Do an Om for us.
2: You know, um, and. Um. <laughs> oh <okay. laughs> yeah, the um. there's yeah. a lot
1: of there's a lot of new people online too, so they're learning too the plot lot of people are awakening. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason yes. I wanted you to do that because um mm-hmm. uh, last we had a town hall meeting last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We had uh Sammy who's on right now, he talked about that too. There's a lot of new people who are awakening to
0: yeah,
1: uh things that they never experienced before. And so he's been kind of a good mm-hmm. uh you know, leader in that aspect where he's been helping people with that. So
2: I yeah. see that. Right. And um, so go to go back to the, you know, the cycle and the rebirth Mm -hmm. of the cycle. So if we look at the Phoenix, things are going down in ashes right now um, because we've been told for the last several weeks repeatedly, especially here in Ohio, because I think we have a governor that like really wants to save as many lives as he can. Mm -hmm. So he's been trying not to let this run rampant. um, Because like we've heard the statistics two to 3% of the people who get this somewhere in that frame, 2%, let's say it's 2% pass away Mm -hmm. who get this virus. Okay. Let's let it go unchecked in this country. We have a population of 331 plus million people in this country. Yes. 2% of that is 6.6, almost 6.7 million people. 2% Yeah. 2% of this country is almost 6.7 million people on top of everybody who dies from all the normal reasons they would die every day anyway. Right, we that's a, can't lot, of, that's a lot of people. We can't handle that in our yeah. medical system. We can't handle <clears throat> it. Right. And so that's the danger in letting this run rampant is what are we gonna do with an extra 6.6 million bodies in that short of a period of time? So I get why my butt's at home. I don't like it, but I understand mm-hmm. it. And I'm I'm on board because, you know, it's somehow we're back to this fight between what's more important. You've got on one hand, people saying the economy and money, and you've got on the other hand, people saying life, not just human life, but life yeah, in life. general, mm-hmm. life in general. Like we're still not sure how this affects animals. And we're still learning how this affects humans. So people are getting angry because, um, you know, again, all I can talk about is here in Ohio, I'm not watching a lot of the other updates, but mm-hmm. people are getting really angry because what Dr. Acton or Governor DeWine or Lieutenant Governor Houston is saying might be different than what they said last week okay, we've learned new information since last week. So they're right. smart enough to change their minds when they learn. Mm-hmm. They're, and there's a little bit of um, cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. you know, in, 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 in choosing to say, okay, this is what you said three weeks ago. So why isn't it still that? Well, we're learning. We're learning as we go and we're learning at a rapid rate. So of course things are going to change. And what we're told one day could very well change and be the polar opposite two or three days later, because we've learned new information and guess what? We had it wrong the first time we thought, you know, the first time we were here. So yeah, things are going to shift and change. But but where the brilliance of this is, is society is never going to be the same. We've been told that again. Um, over and over and over. Whenever we go back out into the world, it's not going to be business as usual. So things are burning and falling away. They're going down with the Phoenix in the ashes in the bigger Mm -hmm. world around us. Now's our opportunity while we're at home to go within and look at what about me and what parts of myself do I want to throw in the ashes and burn up with that Phoenix? And whenever something rises out of the ashes, what do I want to rise out of the ashes on the other side of this? And so that's yeah. where, if we're at home,
0: mm-hmm. that's
2: where the richness of the work can be. And I'm having, like, I, I'm trying to learn a new skill. I'm trying to teach myself how to sew. I'm trying to teach myself how to use a sewing machine. I've never mm-hmm. done this before. Um, not really. Not really. you know, I've kind of peddled around in the past and what I've done. Yeah. And, but what I've done in the past, whenever I've tried to sew or use a sewing machine is stand back and say, oh, you show me how to do it. And then by the time I'm done learning, it's all done and I don't have to do anything. And now I actually have to learn to sew. (laughs) um, Well, I don't have to, but I'm trying and it's a slow process and I'll sit down and for a few hours, one day I'll work on it. And then I might have two or three days where I can't focus on anything. Um, where i'm not productive i'm not getting anything done, and you know what that's okay mm-hmm. because we have all experienced a trauma.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: we have all lost something yes. everybody's lost something in this there's no way around it, so we're all going to experience grief, and I'm noticing the grief coming up, and sometimes like I'm dealing with my the emotions of grief coming up, like the anger, the denial the uh, you know, the bargaining, all of this, it's all starting to well up inside of me. And I will take sometimes two or three days at a time to deal with the emotional aspect. So it doesn't leave that traumatic imprint that I'm going to carry in the future. If I deal with it now, Mm -hmm. then I don't have to deal with it later.
1: Yeah. It's funny. You said grief because, um, you are, things are falling away and things are Mm -hmm. shifting for people and people, um, like it or not, something's changing. I agree with you there. Something is moving, something is creeping and something is falling away from our belief systems, from our physicality, uh, mm-hmm. relationships falling away, uh, new relationships developing too. Yes. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of, it's, it really depends how you look at it too. You can mm-hmm. look at it as a negative or positive or both, uh, mm-hmm. kind of an ebb and flow. You know, We're gonna have good days and bad days. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I personally, yesterday was just totally wiped out. And that's one of the reasons, and I took a nap and there was no drum circle yesterday because I was tired. And I, by the time I woke up, it was like 10 o'clock. So mm-hmm. I missed out on that, uh, that opportunity, but that's what my body, you know, in the past, I would have ignored it and just kind of did it gone mm-hmm. through it. It would have been fine, but my body was really going, Hey, Iggy, mm-hmm. I know you haven't been doing a lot of stuff and we've been, haven't been super busy, but you're tired. Cause you've been working out a lot. You've been pushing your body to get physically better and in shape. And it takes taxes, your mind a little bit. So your mind is actually tired because, and I've been on, I've been a lot of thinking
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. ...involved in everything. Mm -hmm.
1: But I haven't really been doing that. And I I mentioned that in the last show because I don't know, there's just part of me just like, I have to recharge and there's some new things I need to learn about myself.
2: Absolutely. So
1: I don't have any guilt. I don't feel any any pressure. I don't feel bad if I'm not doing what I usually do. It's... um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's me time also
2: right well and with when it comes to grief and all the emotions that come with it it takes energy Mm -hmm. to do the um, emotional processing and then the emotional integrating after after so it that takes energy and if you're just pushing through and ignoring your emotions and not tending to them and you know like you said still showing up at the drum circle that's whenever people start to experience things like insomnia or they can't fall asleep because they're wired and tired Mm -hmm. you know they're just exhausted and they're too tired to fall asleep that's a real thing because it takes energy for the body to fall asleep and if you have depleted yourself to the point that you like literally don't have enough energy to fall asleep that's a problem yeah and you
1: know you know that's uh but the funny part is, is I've, I've slept a lot, you know, mm-hmm. but I haven't, but it's been a yeah. restless, been a restless sleep though. You know, it's been like uh, right, getting up at four in the morning sometimes or getting up at nine. Mm-hmm. And, and then they're part of my egos like, dude, we didn't get anything done. It's like, well, because we're not supposed to get anything done. We're supposed to just rest. And and because the work's coming, be ready to work because when, when they all, the siren gets cleared, the all clear gets called, you're going to be right back in the flow of things, but you're going to go back and do with a different, attitude, a different feel, a different Mm -hmm. vigor, a different, you know, drive.
2: Right. Right. And, um, another thing that I wanted to mention too, when it comes to sleep, a lot of people have been waking up in the middle of the night. Um, I've, I've been having that experience too, where I'll wake up at four or five o'clock, just can't get back to sleep, you know, wide awake all of a sudden and research on the brain in the last 20, 25 years, um, has is basically revealing that our pineal gland is essentially a receiver. It's like a little antenna receiver. Right. And a lot of what's happening is, um, some of the I'm just going to say energies for lack of a better word are coming in and it's like, kind of like downloads almost. So a lot of us are starting to tune in to different frequencies than we have before, so a lot of people are going to start having new experiences. Um, so, for example, one thing that has been a new experience for me um, is I'm i not I tend to be more audience. So, um, you know, whenever I get, again, for lack of a better thing to call it, messages from my higher self, or you know, some people call it God, whatever you want to label that thing, but that, um that voice of wisdom mm-hmm. that lives in everybody's head um, that's um, that's starting to tune into to different frequencies. And that voice tends to be more audient with me while it's becoming more visual mm-hmm. and not, not necessarily more visual when I'm asleep. Um, you know, the stuff where you're like, did I just see that? Am I crazy? <laughs> Martin, <isn't laughs> Those little thoughts yeah. go through your head. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I know I'm not, I know, I know I'm not. So because, because I've studied this and I've been on this path for a while um, I, and I've worked with other people that have had similar experiences. I know that this is um, it's a shift in a frequency that I'm tuning into essentially.
1: Yeah. You know, it's um, for me, it's a lot of the martyrism part of my being Mm -hmm. giving myself away and has really shifted for me because I'm a, I am like to give mm-hmm. and sometimes I give, you know, without a fault. Mm-hmm. And so for me, this, this downtime has been good because I thought about me first and I'm usually not like that. It's not kind of, that's of, kind of out of my character a little bit and I'm like, somebody says, Hey, can you do this for me? I'm like, well, m- maybe tomorrow. And you know, it's not about being disciplined. It's not about this. It's about being focused on who you are, and what is good for you also, because we're so used to, we've, we've been raised in a society that we have to give, 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 give. And we have to be disciplined, disciplined, disciplined. And sometimes we throw everything away about ourselves. i throw it out. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves compromised, upset, frustrated. And we, we, we perform our lack of performance drops because we think we have to push and drive ourselves to the extreme to prove to somebody or someone that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm worthy. And for me, it's like, I don't have anything to prove to anybody except for myself and for my, for the universe creator, or whatever that, you know, I'm alive and I'm grateful for that. Thankful for that. That's mm-hmm. kind of where my heart's been like, Iggy, you know, do what's good for Iggy, mm-hmm. for Ignacio Garcia, you know, because Ignacio Garcia has given Ignacio Garcia has also received it. But now it's time for me to give back to myself something that I have not given to myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's me to stand in my own power. Yes. And, you know, believe it or not, as much as you guys perceive how you see me, I'm just like everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm no different than you. We're no different. I cry. Mm -hmm. I laugh. I sing. I go to the bathroom in the morning, usually like you do. Mm
2: -hmm. And, you know,
1: and I go to bed like everybody. Right. And you know what? The difference that I'm finding is, is that when I don't want to do something, I don't want to give myself away. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. I'll be respectful and honorable in the way I present that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I had a little rant last Saturday and I, I kind of went off, I don't want to sell off the rails, but I was pissed off
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, and I let those people know it. I said, you want transparency? Well, here's transparency. F you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yep. it, where I needed to be. Yep. Exactly. Some people, I don't care if you agree or disagree with me. That wasn't the point. The point was I was going to protect my space. I'm going to honor who I am and how right. I see the world.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. And that's super important right now um, because there's, it's almost like, you know, going back to what I said about where I see this as being almost divine or karmic, Mm
0: -hmm. um,
2: this virus has essentially lifted the veil um, Mm -hmm. because we're, it's like, we're all in the emperor's new clothes right now.
1: (laughs) That's a good point. That's a very good point.
2: I mean, like really to some extent we are. And, it, it, and we're to the point where people aren't going along with us anymore in order to avoid being ridiculed or shamed or seen as stupid because they didn't see the emperor's new clothes. Like the kids already called it out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like somebody in the crowds already said, Hey, look, you're naked. And so what we're seeing with people is who they tr- truly, are, and their true core values are starting to come out. And it's actually quite surprising with some people, mm-hmm. um, some people who have come across as, um, you know, like givers or leaders or um, even, you know, like spiritual guru type people mm-hmm. are showing themselves to be staunch um, advocates of the economy and not life.
0: And, and, vice, know, and vice and yeah, yeah, vice versa. It's vice versa.
2: It's going going on the other side too. Um, you know, like I w- I was quite surprised to to see our governor step up and become the leader that he has
1: through this. Well, it's for him. It had to. He had to really step up mm-hmm. or step out. You know. Let yeah. else, You know, and, it was one or the other.
2: Right. It's almost like he decided, and, and I don't know what he was really thinking, but my perception is, it's almost like he chose leadership over politics in this scenario.
1: And there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's, there's, a difference a difference. There's, there's a big
2: difference. There's a big difference.
1: There's yeah, a big absolutely. difference. And Ohio has actually been a very good example for the rest of the nation
2: mm-hmm.
0: and actually
1: the world. And, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just like you. I'm very proud of the people here in Ohio
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: doing their part because it's important, even though we step aside, we talked about this a little earlier. Sometimes we mm-hmm. have to put things aside just temporarily mm-hmm. for us to move into a better uh, direction. Right. You know, if we wanted to be stubborn and we wanted to be jerks and we wanted to prove a point, we're really good at that. Human beings are very good at that. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be brothers and sisters who are going to represent that part of us, you know, when we're not going to do it because they, they just, that's just their core, you know, innate core being of who they are. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And there's another part of us that goes, Hey, you know what? I want to live to tell the story in a different way.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. They're telling the story in a different way in their own lives because some right. That means something to them that's something mm-hmm. very valuable to them, and I totally right. respect that. What I do respect about people here in Ohio is that you know they've taken it serious and you know and it should be mm-hmm. taken serious because we don't know anything about this we don't know right. we don't know nothing. we need to know zero because you can look in the faces of our leaders as they tell you things,
0: mm-hmm. and they know
1: nothing. they just right. know what we can do in order mm-hmm. to prevent some things from happening. I can look at the TV and I can look at DeWine and Trump and whoever speaks up there and they have that look in their eye. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't want to lie to you, but I have Mm -hmm. to say this because you know what? We really don't know what's going on, but we just know people are dying. You know, Mm -hmm. things can happen. So my biggest concern right now, Mm -hmm. you know, energetically is what happens next? You know, we're, I know we're moving into this three phase, you know, rollout system. You know, we like all this stuff, three phase rollout, (laughs) you know, but it's concerning because, you know, because we're on we're this fine line. We need to survive and we need basic needs, mm-hmm. you know, but what, where's the value? You know, where's the value? Is life more valuable? We talked about this when you started the show mm-hmm. or is money more important? I know people have to pay bills, but if the system completely collapsed and fell apart, we would find a way to survive. I'm we just, would. human we beings would. Would just do that. We would just, we would right. find a way and we would make it work. So for me, if it, if it totally fell apart and completely just crushed and died, mm-hmm. it could have be that could be the best blessing ever. It could, because it you know very how, well could. You know how many people have mm-hmm. complained and totally yeah, just complaining right. and, and complaining and complained. Oh, the system's broken. Oh, here's your chance. Here's exactly. our chance. If it's broken, chance.
2: then let's fix it. Let's fix it. So how do we fix and, it? Right, point, right. Exactly. And the, and the thing is too, um, the, the way that we have established society and economies around the world is there, there's, a, there are a lot of similarities. I mean, yeah, there mm-hmm. are differences from country to country. And at the same time, there are a lot of similarities, especially since, um, you know, in the last what, 15, 20 years, we've pretty much been a global community. Mm. And, and, um, there, this is not the only end all be all way to create a society and to build a society. This is just what we happen to be born into. And because we were born into it, we believe that this is the way. Mm -hmm. And what if there's another way that's a little bit better for everybody? Um, And can we get there? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, Because what what I find most concerning in this situation are the... um, the choirs of the me, 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 me in mm-hmm. the background. Um, a lot of people, not everybody, not everybody, but there are a lot of people out there who are focused on me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Look what I lost. Look what I have to worry about. Look how this is affecting me. I've got to do this. I can't go to Walmart. I can't get my hair done. I can't get my nails done. I can't go to the gym. I can't blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Oh my God what a spoiled society we are. And if this isn't showing us how spoiled we are and people are protesting the loss of conveniences, not rights. And we have that really muddled in this country on rights. Mm -hmm. Um, And there seems to be this free for all entitlement that I have the right to this, and I have the right to that, and right, 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 right. Well, with Mm -hmm. rights, on the flip side of that are responsibilities. This is true. So if we're not going to be responsible with those rights, why do we have them in the first place? Because, you know, who who is it, Spider-Man, that says, you know, with...
0: With, with great, with power, great comes, power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Well, some
2: of these rights that we have, that's what gives us our power or some of these rights. And a lot of the stuff that people are really complaining about, and yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to say the word whining because there is some whining going on. Uh, some of the things that people are complaining about are the loss of conveniences.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Because they're conveniences. And the We can return to a simpler way of life. And a simpler way of life is simple and easy are not synonymous. I just want to say that and make it really Mm -hmm. clear. Mm -hmm. We had a very easy society, so easy, so convenient. And look at how complicated convenience is. Mm -hmm. And let me just take a basic example of convenience fast food. Fast food. Look, Look at how complicated it is to make fast food. Fast food isn't even food. There's there's filler in fast food, in McDonald's mm-hmm. sandwiches. It's not 100% ground beef. There's right. some ground beef in there, but there's a lot of filler in it and there's a lot of crap in it. True. So look at how complicated of a process it. all these factories have to go through... Um, Chemical companies to make the filler because the filler comes from DuPont Chemical, which is disgusting Mm -hmm. that they put in McDonald's sandwiches and it's really gross. But anyhow, look at how complicated it is to make a convenient fast food sandwich. So you can get in your car, not even get out of your car. So you can drive through a window and have a sandwich handed to you. And you can just feed your face as you're driving down the road. If that's not complicated to get to convenient, I don't know what is now simple is, you know, you, you cook the burger at home, you make your food at home. It's a little bit more complicated Mm -hmm. on your part. It's a little bit more work on your part, but it's certainly a simpler way of life. Sure. So maybe we're being called to go back to, um, you know, having our own gardens or maybe an expansion of community gardens. I have a large front yard. I would be happy to like put a big garden in my front yard and just feed the whole neighborhood from it because I have enough in my front yard to feed my whole neighborhood.
1: Right.
2: So, um, you know, so I could put a community garden right in my front yard. Absolutely. I would be so happy to do that. Although I would like to put a, a Labyrinth in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, <okay.
0: I've laughs> meditation labyrinth. Okay.
2: Yeah, meditation labyrinth. I'd love to go. have one of those too. I used to have one in but, my old
1: house. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah but th- there are so many things. And I know just in the little bit of time, you know, the month or so that we've been in quarantine or stay at home orders or safe at home or lockdown, whatever it's called, um, I've been finding ways to be even more sustainable than I was before it's a little bit more complicated, but I've mm-hmm. been, I've been finding ways. I've been seeking them out. Um, you know, just little things. Like I've, I found a place where I can get cleaning supplies, where I can reduce single use plastic from cleaning supplies mm-hmm. by getting reusable bottles. And they have tabs that you put in water and then it melts and I'm, I'm going to give it a try okay. to see if this tab turns into a good glass cleaner or a good countertop and, you know, tile cleaner or whatever. Right. And if, if I like it, I'm certainly going to tell people about it and say, Hey, look, all you have to do is buy these little tabs to replace it. You don't have to buy a new plastic bottle every time.
1: Most things come from derivative of water. So there's exactly
2: part of water, so. right. Exactly. So, you know, just little tiny things like that. Mm-hmm. If everybody did that, imagine the impact it would have. If everybody did just one thing like that.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, I know it's, it's uncomfortable for some people because mm-hmm. they've never been in the situation. And I get that. And I understand that. Um, None of us have ever been there. No, like, no this is nothing. This yeah. is nothing, nothing that anybody right. in these generations have ever been part of. Exactly. Okay. So it's like,
2: right.
1: hold on. Let's we're in new territory. Everybody mm-hmm. in this together,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, baby boomers all the way to, you know, Gen X all the way to millennials and everybody, everybody's in this. Yeah, and everybody is everybody's approaching it completely different and experiencing however they're going to experience it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And everybody's going to tell the story in their own ways, and they're going yes. to express it however they need to express it. In regards what happens, when did when did when do we close the country down? What March twelfth? Was it March twelfth?
2: Um, I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it was something around that time, mm-hmm. I believe. And so what is now? It's that April. was about when
2: Ohio closed down, and I think the country was a week or two later.
1: Okay, so you know what? It's May seventeenth. It's just just a little over a month.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, so yeah, something like that. This is kind of like a vacation for some people who weren't really wanting one, but they got one. Mm -hmm. And so here's an opportunity for us to, um, you know, learn some new things. You know, you're learning how to Mm -hmm. sew. Mm
2: -hmm. You know,
1: you're. I've talked about the Renaissance, how people are painting, people are creating, crafting, right? People are writing books. People are doing all kinds of amazing things. Right. Um, there are also some people who aren't doing anything and that's okay. That's all right.
2: And and I, I want to add another little tidbit in, (laughs) um, because some people who quote aren't doing anything, it's not because they don't want to do something. It's because they're dealing with their own trauma. Um, and I, I kind of went, um, off on a little rant, a week and a half, 10 days ago, whenever that was, I did a little Pissy Facebook Live, (laughs) borderline pissy, because there's this um, meme that's been circulating on Twitter and Facebook, and I have seen it several times in the last three weeks, And, and it won't go away. And it's basically saying if you're you know at home in quarantine and you're not learning a new skill or creating, I can't remember the three things it said, then it wasn't lack of time; it's lack of discipline. And I. As a trauma specialist, that just infuriates me because that is a way to shame people. I, I agree
1: with you. are at home
2: struggling. So don't, don't let people, if you're at home struggling with your trauma, first of all, one thing that we are being called to do, I firmly believe, and again, this goes back to that divine karmic purpose. I firmly oh. believe that all of us are being called to get in touch with our vulnerability. So if you are at home struggling with some sort of trauma, be vulnerable right now. We uh-huh. have to be vulnerable because I can't go to your house and check on you. I don't right. know what you're experiencing. Now is the time to reach out, send somebody a text message and say, Hey, do you have time for a call? I really need to talk or send somebody a message on Facebook or start a chat with somebody ask for a zoom session. I've been putting myself out there saying, if anybody needs this, uh-huh. whether you know me or not, let me know. And right. I, I will do whatever I can to find a way to have a Zoom call with you. And on the flip side of that, if you are a practitioner, again, be vulnerable enough mm-hmm. to put yourself out there and you don't even have to be a practitioner. But if you're not struggling and you're a little bit more together and a little bit more okay and at peace with what's happening mm-hmm. put yourself out there and say is there anything i can do to help is there anything i could can-
0: judy was boring hello then judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumpacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Can do to help support you. Could I offer myself for a conversation if you have the capacity to do so? So the, um, I think that's really, really important for all of us because to share our gifts with the world, which could be as simple as listening to somebody cry and holding space right. or to be vulnerable enough to say, I need help. I think we're all being called to be vulnerable because there is vulnerability in saying, Hey, I have this thing to offer. And mm-hmm. there's vulnerability in saying, Hey, I need that thing that you have to offer.
1: Yeah. There's uh, vulnerability is really big right now.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know, there's
1: nothing wrong with being vulnerable. Right. As long as, you know, you have healthy limits and boundaries, of course, Right. for yourself, you know, and no one's trampling mm-hmm. on you and taking advantage of you. But that's, you know, there's, everybody's going to have their own story to tell about what happens. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really interesting uh, a year from now when we come back and just, for example, on Facebook, you get these memories that pop up mm-hmm. and, you know, look back and go, wow, that really happened. Because th- I'm looking at the memories that are popping up on my Facebook page now. Of things that I did, I'm going. Really, I did that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like yeah. but some things didn't change, and some things are like, wow, that's I've come a long way just in a year. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, going through my grief process in the last uh, what four years with family members dying. Um, yeah, and so that's been kind of uh man. It's this last five years have been crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: i'm just like what is going on what more could happen and, you know right. i'm like at the pes- precipice of uh, don't ask
2: that don't ask that <laughs> no, I was, now I, is I was not like, the time to... <laughs> i was like yes
1: 2020 is going to be fantastic this is like a lot of people said this you know right and then like i'm going yeah i'm feeling good yeah i'm moving in and then all of a sudden it's like there's a virus and we all have to be locked away for months and i'm going what
2: right i got canceled i got canceled
0: yeah.
1: Right. Got canceled? Why did you cancel my circle? It was weird. It was odd. It was like, why are we why are we canceling that? No really thought this. I and mean, then it ran mm-hmm. my mind. Why? Okay. Yeah. There's a chance that we could probably spread it to each together. Okay. Because I don't have any point of reference or any mm-hmm. memory or any experience to go, mm-hmm. how do I how do I engage? Right.
2: Because yeah. I don't have
1: that. But see exactly. now, now we do. We mm-hmm. all do. We well, will, we will. I,
2: would, I wouldn't I would go so far as to say we all do, but I think a lot of us do.
1: Well, yeah, but if you think about it, yeah. we, the next time you hug somebody, you're going to think twice about hugging somebody.
2: I thought twice about hugging people before. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I am you know, not
2: a touchy-feely, come-hug-me type person. Well, neither am I.
1: People just like to hug me. I don't know why, but and I just put my arms out. I guess I just look like look, look, look a little bear. But the funny part is, you know, you're gonna think, you know, six feet of separation. You're gonna be like, should I stand over here? How close is too close now? Are we, are we, are we past the threshold? Is there a threshold? Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, this
2: social distancing out in public. This is a dream come true for me oh my god (laughs) do you remember the movie dirty dancing whenever whenever he whenever they're like this is your dance space this is my dance space let's cha-cha and i think that all the time when i'm out in public i'm like oh my god just stay in your own dance space (laughs) don't get so close to me try to talk to
1: somebody in a mask try to give an (laughs) facial expression you have to use your eyes and everybody's like what are you looking at me like what What are you looking at me like that (laughs) oh no i'm actually smiling under this mask you know it's kind of like yeah it's funny and then you know, I have
2: the Scarlett O'Hara problem which it doesn't matter what I'm thinking it's written all over my face uh, okay.
1: <laughs> you know I remember how people used to make fun of people who used to wear masks you mm-hmm. know and we're like oh why is that guy wearing a mask you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: I guess I see but now it's like a lot of people wearing masks like it's like it's right you know and now they're coming out with these designer masks and people right. come out with these cool <laughs> masks and I'm like what the heck is going on I'm like what is this <laughs> When does the, yep. you know, I'm like, it, but it's might funny. Might as well
2: have fun with it. If we're going to be ma- if we have to wear masks, might as well be creative. But it's
1: funny. And then how that is, how that is, you know, now all of yeah. a sudden it's really, it's like really cool to have
2: a yeah. mask. I actually want to get together. Um, We should do that instead of doing our, our little pouches, we should mm-hmm. get together and make our plague masks. <laughs> oh my God. I want one of those so bad.
1: <laughs> Put some feeds oil in it. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've been so.
2: making my own hand sanitizer too Because you can't oh, okay. find it anywhere
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> You know, I posted something And someone posted me about hand sanitizer Some hand just stay lit If you mm-hmm. put fire to them, they stay on fire mm-hmm. Okay, and so some friends of mine I don't know if they believe me or didn't So they bought one well with aloe vera And one well without aloe vera The one with aloe vera didn't catch on fire The one that was regular hand sanitizer mm-hmm. Just your bargain sanitizer mm-hmm. Well, it caught on fire, it lit yeah. And it was like hard to put out. You put water on it, it'll still stay lit. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to prove, debunk me or the theory. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that thing's still on fire. <laughs> so they yeah. should, like, you know, we, ha- you know, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. And how many years I've, have, I don't, it's just mm-hmm. funny. All the things yeah. that are coming out.
2: Right. Well, I found a couple different recipes for homemade hand sanitizer. And um, I, and I have, um, I didn't have to go buy this cause we have a couple bottles in the house. Um, okay. it's, um, one recipe was 50, 50, um, rubbing alcohol and aloe vera gel. Oh, okay. And the other one was, um, three, three to two to one. I think it was two, two to, one. to one, two to one, um, two rubbing alcohol to one aloe vera. So I did both recipes. And of course I put a whole bunch of essential oils in because you know, that rubbing alcohol just stinks to high heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to mitigate the smell a little bit. And so I don't have to worry about running out to, to, you know, buy hand sanitizer. I'm not worried about whether or not I have Clorox wipes in the house because I Mm -hmm. actually have a gallon of Clorox. So it's not that hard to have a little bucket of Clorox water with a rag in it that you just reuse and, you know, dump out because you don't need a whole lot of water. And so. Well, I've you know,
1: been to your office like the, and I've seen it. Seen you yeah. Start. So, yeah.
2: so there are ways that just because that one product that is not available at the store, like there are ways around that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't, just because you don't have a Clorox wipe at your house doesn't mean it's the end of the world. I don't have any Clorox wipes at my house. Can't find mm-hmm. them. And right. even if I could find them, I don't know that I would buy them because I, I, I don't need to bring that extra single use plastic in my house. Right. And you know, the whole toilet paper thing really had me baffled because as much as I like toilet paper, if I run out, I know that I have soap and water Mm. and showers and bathtubs. I mean, like, All right. It's not convenient, but I can can get my butt clean if I don't have toilet paper. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just baffled by this hoarding. And also, again, as a trauma specialist, the way people are acting right now is very telling about where they're stuck. So um, you can see in. um,
1: Okay. Toilet paper. Let's go there. You're there. Yeah. Right. So
2: in the toilet paper, so the people. Take us there. Yeah. So the people who are hoarding toilet paper, Mm -hmm. um, a a lot of them or who are hoarding anything, it's all about me, 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 me. I've got to be ready. Like we have to have everything ready. And so when you're in that me, 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 me thinking, Mm -hmm. then you're really stuck in your survival brain because you're worried about, am I going to live through this? Am I going to survive this? Do I have enough to get through it? And so you're asking, you know, like, what about me and how am I going to get through this? And so the sea of me, me, me's are a lot of people who are just flat out stuck in survival mode. Um, and then when you get people who are projecting and who are angry, like, can you believe that guy was at the store? I was on my way home from work and I can't believe Target was packed and blah, blah, blah. blah All right, you don't know who was in Target. You don't know why they were in Target. You don't know what they were doing. Um, right. And yet we're making all these assumptions that everybody should stay home and I'm the end all be all who should be able to say that. Meanwhile, I'm out driving around seeing all the cars that are at Target. so the little hypocrisy there too so those people who are projecting are Mm -hmm. stuck in their limbic brain they're stuck in the emotional brain and they're they're more they're worried about you know like what other people are doing and then there are the people that are really able to access their cognitive brain and they're like okay what can i do how can i help um uh I, I don't like this. And at mm-hmm. the same time, I understand what I'm doing. I understand why I'm here. Um, you know, a little, they're able to access their rational thinking. And so that goes, that just kind of aligns, like you can see the behaviors that align with the the different parts of the brain, the reptilian brain, the limbic brain, and the mm-hmm. um, cognitive or mm-hmm. neocortical brain.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I find it very fascinating that, that you could see the the behaviors of people but you know that's that behavior can change too mm-hmm. oh course, absolutely all, over the course of um this mm-hmm. um this isolation you know it's mm-hmm. funny it's just funny words are very tricky for people like mm-hmm. uh i remember i threw the word quarantine out there and mm-hmm. um, people like oh we're not in quarantine we're in isolation we're we're like i'm thinking well like they didn't want to call it pandemic either right and then they called mm-hmm. it pandemic and it's like yeah I'm like and it's all of a sudden it shifts the energy it shifts the you know the words around a little bit and mm-hmm. and it puts us in a different state of mind everything that they yes. say to us is very powerful messages we have to be very careful how right. we receive that message
0: mm-hmm. you know you
1: say quarantine that has a whole different connotation and picture for some people mm-hmm. you say isolation that's a whole different thing for somebody else right no that's and you and you just have to be very you have to be aligned where you're at because what right. I'm finding is we're doing some very Powerful ceremonial things, and people don't even realize that we're doing this. Number one, we're washing our hands. It's mm-hmm. a very ceremonial aspect, a very ceremonial act of yes. washing and cleansing ourselves and preparing ourselves uh, for meals uh, uh, to, to engage another human being, uh, yes. just to honor ourselves. that hand cl- cleaning is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, this silence of um, this isolation is a time where monks would go into the cave and meditate
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: for for days. You know, and, you know, and they would just sit there and take in the energies and read and download whatever they need to download. These are very good, powerful things. And then it's funny because I actually talked about this with somebody. I forget who I talked to, but we were talking about how in some Asian cultures, the man walks uh, six uh, is ahead and the woman is like six paces back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going, so is that something that was just tradition or is that something because, you know, because there was a lot of pandemics before. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's something that they just did and just kind of stuck, you know, we just need to stay away from each other. But it's honoring, you know, people's space, you know, we're honoring people's space, we're honoring our, our own space. You, you right. mentioned that earlier.
2: And I want to point out that I love that you're questioning and not assuming you're questioning, why do they do that? And not just assuming I'll look oh, at the on. patriarchal mm-hmm. society and how they're dissing women. And so, yeah. and I, and the only reason I want to point that out is because okay. it's so easy for people in this country mm-hmm. to look at other cultures and jump to conclusions because we hear mm-hmm. so much about the patriarchy, the patriarchy and toxic masculinity and yada, yada, yada. And we project that onto other cultures Yes. When, if we would just STFU and get curious about it.
1: <laughs> I like that. You're right. Yeah. You know, so a lot of, sorry. A lot of, I, I just wanted no, to point no, that out because it's
2: important. It's really sure. important to remain in curiosity right now.
1: And, you know, I'm one of the most curious people I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you are curious.
1: <laughs> you know, but, you know, I find it very fascinating, you know, cultures and traditions happen because of certain things from, you know, our ancestral past.
0: Yeah. And
1: we just, sometimes we just do it because it's been done. And we don't mm-hmm. necessarily know why. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's no answer. But now when you see and you're in this ex- experience mm-hmm. of this isolation, this quarantine, the separation, six feet of distance, um, washing of our hands, washing of our clothes, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, they, 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 they say you should wash your clothes as if you've been out. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of uh, new type of ceremony that's being created here. Yes. We're in ceremony. You don't mm-hmm. even know you're in ceremony. And here mm-hmm. you're you're doing all these things, and it's, it's very ceremonial. Yes. You're going through a purpose. You're going through uh, an honoring of you, honoring right. your family, honoring all the things that you probably took for granted. You know mm-hmm. the things you didn't even think about, and now you're going through this all every day. You're doing this. Everybody, mo- majority people are doing this,
2: right? And they
1: don't even know why. They just doing because they're trusting the process. Exactly. You're honoring yourself in such great way that you don't even realize when you do this, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or if
1: someone else in your house is doing it for you, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. It's just really, your people are cooking meals and doing things Mm -hmm. that they've never done uh, on a regular basis. I think I've cooked more dinners here than I've ever cooked in in my restaurant. No, that's not true. I cooked a lot of meals in my restaurant, (laughs) but you know, it's, it's just interesting to find. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a fasting period too. I also find that I've been in a fasting period where I don't want to eat anything. Like I'm not hungry. Like I am very satisfied to go eight to 12 hours of having something to eat. Mm -hmm. I don't feel, I don't feel like I have to eat because I need to eat. Oh, it's five o'clock. I need to eat. No, because that's an old traditional way. Mm -hmm. You know, I find myself doing some things that I didn't really think about before. It's really, it's really interesting.
2: Yeah. I don't know. How about
1: you? What are you finding?
2: Um, yeah i'm I'm finding similar things too where I'm spending more time washing my hands being um, more attentive to it and um, you know again, like you said, just doing different things around the house. I'm taking more breaks for myself I'm being easier on myself, I'm catching my mind okay um, yeah, so just catching myself uh, so going back to me teaching myself how to sew. Holy crap! Last Saturday was not a good day. That was I spent most of the day sewing, um, back and forth at my sewing machine, and um, if if you were a fly on the wall that day in my house, um, you would have a hard time believing that I have a spiritual life and a spiritual practice. <laughs> I used um, an exorbitant amount of sentence enhancers um, <laughs> we'll call them. <laughs> and yes, absolutely. Um, a lot of F words flying out of my mouth that day. <laughs> and, you know, to the point where I, I just, I, a couple times I had to get up and go outside and walk around and clear my head so I could settle my emotions and come back to it. And, um, so honoring those emotions and taking those breaks Mm -hmm. Um, because there was a time in, in my past where I would have been frustrated, but I wouldn't have left until the job was done. Okay. I, I, there's no way I would have gotten away, gotten up from that sewing machine and walked away for an hour or two and then come back to it. And so I can see my growth over the years and I can see the wisdom in stepping away from it. I can see the wisdom in noticing when my mind is starting to go off the rails because when my mind was like, okay, I'm so frustrated because I don't understand this machine and it's really old and Mm -hmm. it's it's a crappy brand sewing machine. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? It's not a good one. I know it's not a good sewing machine, Um, but I don't sew. So I didn't think I needed a good one. Right. Anyhow, so when it shifts from, I don't understand the sewing machine, I'm catching myself when it shifts to, oh, you're too stupid to do this. You can't okay. learn this. What are you doing? That's mm-hmm. my cue to do what I tell my clients to do all the time. And that's practice the pause. I noticed the shift in my shift in my self-talk and that was, okay, put your hands on the table and push. You got to get away from the sewing machine for a little bit because mm-hmm. it's not because I'm stupid. I'm trying to learn something new and I don't have the motor skills and the muscle memory to do this well yet.
1: Right. And at the
2: same time, I'm putting together masks and I'm, and they're holding together. It's, you know, I mean, it's working. Just don't look at some of the bunched up thread and crooked, crooked seams.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, your mask's off, man.
2: I might not be able to breathe right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it's always in the corners or the start (laughs) or the stop where the thread bunches up, it seems like. And, and at the same time I'm getting there. So, you know, and, and again, the only reason I'm talking about this is because I think it's, um, Illustrative of what I'm saying, you know, like practice Mm -hmm. that pause. And so we are given an opportunity if we choose to take it. We are given the opportunity to go within and really start to pick apart, like, okay, what are these things that I want to keep and what do I not want to keep? And one of the things I don't want to keep is the self abuse. That self abuse, those things that I say to myself inside my head. And for years, it was under the level of my consciousness. I didn't even realize how many times in my life I would tell myself I was stupid, or that I wasn't capable or that I wasn't good enough. And then when it came to my awareness, um, then I went through a period of time where I was aware of it and I didn't know what to do about it. So it was almost like a little kid listening to the parent rant and you can't get away from them. Right. And then I started to learn skills on how to work with it. And now I, it's almost like in a lot of cases, not always, but a lot of cases I nip it in the bud and I don't even have to pull some of my tools out of the toolbox. Cause as soon as I hear that voice, I'm like, okay, there you are again. You can just head right on out. I hear you. This is my cue that it's time to take a break.
1: Okay, very good. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Now that people are going to be coming out of this quarantine, this isolation, and I know you're a trauma specialist. I mean, mm-hmm. without giving too much, you know, because you could probably go on for hours talking about this. But what would be some suggestions that you would suggest for people to to kind of ease back in? Because this could be a very traumatic mm-hmm. moment for a lot of people.
2: Mm-hmm yeah absolutely um so a a couple things and i've said a couple of them already um one of the big ones is just practice pausing get used to pausing and what i mean by that is between stimulus um and response there's a pause Mm -hmm. so and, and when i say stimulus that moment that you get triggered that moment that you get offended, that moment that you get activated and you're anxious or you're angry or you're frustrated or even sad or experiencing grief, whatever, those emotions that people like to label as negative. Mm -hmm. um, I call bullshit on negative and positive emotions, by the way. Um, Go ahead. There's, no, there's no such thing as a negative Explain. emotion or a positive emotion. Explain to me. It's all information. Okay. It's all information. Some, some emotions ha- are more comfortable to us than okay. others. The ones that we tend to label as negative, and I don't like negative because it has a connotation of bad or wrong, or mm-hmm. we we don't want it. We have to get it away.
0: Fair enough. And
2: mm-hmm. whenever we get triggered or offended, Um, you know, I don't like one thing that triggers me is stupid, you know, and that's because of my self-talk, you know, believing most of my life that I'm stupid. And so I, and it's not so much anymore, but I used to get really triggered if I, if I thought somebody believed that I was stupid, or if somebody Mm -hmm. called me stupid, I would really get on the defensive. Well, those are just words and stupid is used in a lot of scenarios, you know, that's stupid, you're stupid.
0: And right. it,
2: it doesn't have that impact on everybody all the time. So why does it have that impact on me mm-hmm. when I hear those words? That's because there's something in me that's not healed. And so that's my job. Whenever I notice the trigger to delve into myself and find out what are the roots of this wound that I find so offensive or so triggering or so Mm -hmm. upsetting. And I'm able to put some space in there. So that's where the pause is really important. So when you notice you're having an uncomfortable emotion like anger or frustration, the best thing you can do is nothing. Just sit there, don't let that emotion control your words or your behavior. And that's what I mean when I tell people to practice the pause. Um, because the more space you can put between getting triggered and an actual response, then you're not going to be reactive. Because if we don't put any space at all, it's all just knee jerk reactions, and very little um, benefit comes from the knee jerk reaction. Okay. And if you go back to the, you know, what I what I was talking about earlier, that thought precedes creation. The, the you know the thought is always in our mind. So thought before form, thought right. always precedes form. So if that's the thought, then what you're bringing into form, it, is that really what you want to bring into form? So that's why it's important. Because if we're reactive, then we have no control whatsoever of what we're manifesting in our life, and we are constantly stuck in victim mentality. So if you don't learn to practice the pause and actually come to a response rather than a reaction, then you have, to some extent, like you're creating, you're out of control creating what's happening in your life. you're, You're creating it unknowingly and you're still creating it for yourself. And just because you don't know that you're creating it doesn't mean you're not creating it if that makes sense.
1: That makes a lot of sense to me. So
2: so you're still creating it, even though you don't know it. And so that gives the perception that you're in the victim mentality. So if you really want to be empowered, then learn to sit with those uncomfortable emotions until they pass. And that requires a level of self-restraint and self-control and self-compassion and self-empathy and self-understanding because you have to love yourself enough not to go into the reaction so you can actually create what you want for yourself. And so that's super important. So I would recommend anybody learn to start learning to pause and the really pause. just pause before you, before you respond with words or before you take an action. An email comes in you know, from your boss and it's upsetting. Don't do that. <laughs> because it doesn't turn out well answer it in the morning, you know, answer it in the morning. And so maybe we are being called to go back to maybe a previous time. I'm, I know when I was a kid, you know, I would get letters in the mail from my friends. Sometimes when I got a letter in the mail from my friends, I would Mm -hmm. read it. I didn't sit down and just go and stick a letter back in the mail. It might be a week. So we gave more thoughtful responses when we used pen and paper.
1: Oh, yeah. And and now
2: and now that we have text messages, there's there's very little thought that goes into our text messages and emails. I'm guilty of it all the time. Every single day, autocorrect makes makes me look like a dumbass Um, (laughs) because I get in a hurry and I will send a text message or a personal message on Facebook or something. Mm -hmm. And I won't go back and reread it. And then I'll read it after I send it. And then I'm like, oh, sorry for the typo or I meant this instead of this. Well, if I would have just taken the time. To begin with so i'm guilty of it too I, i'm guilty <laughs> so i'm and guilty of it too i i'm and saying you text
1: you like what yeah. do you say
2: yeah and what? and at the same time i'm usually not overly emotional when i do mm-hmm. that so if i am overly emotional i make a point not to respond immediately awesome. um so that's going to be really important is to learn to pause and in that pause
0: mm-hmm. while
2: you're in the pause in that space
0: mm-hmm.
2: get curious because yeah. curiosity is the antidote to judgment. So exactly what you were saying earlier, I saw this woman walking, you know, five or six feet behind her husband. And I was curious, what's that about? Mm-hmm. Instead of automatically judging and assuming, oh, that's because it's a patriot, you know, and so right. there are so many judgments we could come to, oh, or yeah. he doesn't value his wife, or she's not good enough to walk by his side. Okay, whatever, project your judgments out, but just know that that might not be the only possibility. And the more possibilities that you can see, then the more curious you get. You're like, oh, what if it's this? Or what if it's that? Or what if it's this? And then you realize you don't freaking know what it is. And then your judgment just flits away. It just kind of dissipates. So remain curious would be the next thing I would say. And be as curious as you can about this virus, not judgmental. Because, oh my gosh, there's so much judgment going around. So much. I'm
1: sure I'm guilty at some point or another.
2: Yeah, and like all of the conspiracy theories and the hoaxes. Yeah, okay, I think some of the conspiracy theories, there is something to it. Do I think they're related to the coronavirus? No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm having a really hard time seeing any conspiracy theories that make sense that are related to this virus. Um, People are meaning making machines. And that's a problem mm-hmm. um, because a, humans have to give meaning and they yes. have to make everything mean something. Right. And so I'm going to go back and reference Caroline Mace again, okay. um, because Caroline Mace, um, she talks about events uh, like natural disasters or any event really. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a tornado, a hurricane, a flood, this virus, it's not personal people. I'm sorry. This is not personal. This is not about you. Right. So it's impersonal to the body. However, it is intimate to the soul. And those are her words, impersonal to the body and intimate to the soul. I can't take credit for that. And I wish I could. And so where it's intimate to the soul is there is a lesson that we are supposed to learn from this. And for each person, that lesson is going to vary. And Mm -hmm. also collectively as a planet, as an entire globe, we are supposed to learn something for this too. There is a reason the whole entire globe is in this together. Absolutely. Um, Because we are, we're supposed to level up. Um, We're supposed to find a way through this together and realizing that we are all one and that we are all connected and that these borders are part of the illusion. Right. And um, so if we can look at this going, okay, this virus is coming and it's not about me. However, there's a lesson that my soul needs to learn. And I'm so not, a religious person or mm-hmm. a biblical person. And I have been reflecting on the Bible more than I ever have in my life since this has, has started. Mm-hmm. Um, because set religion aside, I still call bullshit on organized religion. Sorry, guys. Um, I, I, I just can't. I can't have somebody tell me how, how, how to worship. I just or, or how to, to think in terms of, you know, spirituality, I can't have somebody tell me how to do that. Um, so the, this, this virus is taking me back to some of the things that we have read or heard about in the Bible, because Mm -hmm. we hear of these devastating stories in the Bible, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, sodom and gomorrah things like that Mm -hmm. but we don't really take the time like we we think about the destruction that would have happened at sodom and gomorrah for example but do Mm -hmm. we really stop and think about what if i was alive then what if i lived there what would that have been like what would the arguments have been like how would the people have responded would you know, uh, things like that. And so this is kind of opening my eyes to things like that. Yes. Um, it's also making me doubt what I've read in the history books because okay. we're in 2019, 2020, when all this started and we can't get the damn numbers right. We have no clue how far this is. We lack testing, grossly lack testing mm-hmm. in this country. And so because we don't have enough tests, The numbers are grossly underestimated. Um, People can't get tested even though they have symptoms or people because they're in healthcare are getting tested and they're testing negative because maybe they don't have it. Because, you know, so certain people are deemed more important to test right now and we have to ration the tests. So we don't really have a grasp on what's going on. And yet we have some of the best record keeping that we've ever had as a species, you know what I mean? Like we're, right. we're in the age of information and we don't know what the F is going on. Yeah. So when I look back at stories about the plagues or even, even stories of the Holocaust, which was something in totally different, it wasn't a virus. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure I believe any of those numbers anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really leaning toward all of those numbers were grossly underestimated in the history books.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I have to agree with you a little bit because like you said, you know, yeah, we don't know. Like I said, so we started the show. We don't know what's out there. We know what's, what's going on, mm-hmm. but we do know that something's happening and, yeah. and it's forcing us to look at life much differently.
2: Exactly. Much exactly. differently for sure. And, and I, I, I think too, it's important to remember like back to this impersonal and intimate thing
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, that's, I, and I just want to bring another analogy and just to like, let, let people know, because like this, this life, this world was not created for me. So it's not personal to me. Like I'm, I'm lucky enough to be here, but it wasn't created for me. However, there are a lot of lessons that I can learn that are very intimate to my soul that can help me move forward in life. And, um, without adversity, we don't learn those lessons. So it's like, you know, we always hear without the storm, you wouldn't appreciate the sunshine.
1: That's true, right?
2: And and that's true. I mean, there is some truth to that because the more sunshiny days you have without rain, you know, then you start to take the sunshine and the beautiful days for granted until the pendulum swings too far in the other way and you're in a drought and you're dry and you're parched. And you're starving because you don't have enough food. And then you start to see the value of water and then the rains come and then it goes the other way. And then you've got the floods and things wash out. And so like, we're always trying to get back to homeostasis. And so the other analogy, you know, that I kind of wanted to bring in to really drive this point home about this is impersonal to who we are, but it's intimate to our soul is motherhood. Motherhood was not created for me. Mm-hmm. It, like billions of women before me had babies and billions of women after me yes have babies right. it's not about me okay. however some of the most intimate lessons my soul has learned in this life have come through being a mother Interesting. so it's not so some of these events and so whenever we hear um uh the four agreements Ru- ruiz is that his name um, yeah i know what you're
1: talking about yeah yeah
2: like mm-hmm. you know so don't take anything personally that's what he means mm-hmm. and so anytime something like this happens and we go into this all oh, why is this happening to me why me what did i do to deserve this
0: mm-hmm.
2: it it's almost like you're you're not trusting the divine that exists within you OK, you, it, it's like basically and I don't really like the term God just because of the connotation of, you know, some dude. Um, I don't I don't believe God is a dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> um, so I don't believe God is a person. Okay. Um, I, I believe God is a force.
1: This for another show.
2: Yeah, so that's for another show, and that, and so that's why I tend to use words divine, you know, like the divine or something. You know, that's so why I
1: say that's why I say universe. So.
2: Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, and so some of these experiences can really, really propel us forward and help us learn if we can start to listen to that to that voice. And you know, and we hear this from the Bible that the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yes. So. Maybe this is one of his mysterious ways. And again, if you look at the Bible, look at how many disasters Mm -hmm. God has used to wake people up.
1: Yeah, this is true.
2: I mean, this is nothing new. And what we are experiencing is of biblical proportion, Um, even more so than what's in the Bible, because none of the events in the Bible, they happen to regions, but never the whole planet at the same time. Yeah, never
1: the only one that probably they mentioned was what the flood and that's about it but that was a region too
2: but that was a region that didn't yeah. happen over the whole yeah. like not right. every when the when the bible was written we didn't even know about north north america you know right. we didn't know about or the americas
1: right you're, you know? no, you're right
2: you're right so we didn't when, know you, those you, existed when, you, when you break it down to...
1: when you break it down and get the historical yeah. pattern yeah it, 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 yeah right that's... so
2: there were a lot of people on the planet who were on dry ground whenever yeah. the flood happened yeah. And that's for another
1: show too. <laughs> we can get real deep into those. I'm really good at that stuff too. So we're running out of time here real quick, but um, I wanted to give you the opportunity to um, give some closing uh, statements, something you want to share with everybody uh, before we go back to our isolations. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. I, I, I think the one thing that um, I would just reiterate is be easy with yourself and practice the pause and get curious. Um, Those are things to to remember. And when I say be easy with yourself, if you're struggling with trauma, be gentle with yourself. And if you don't feel like doing anything, that's okay, because some days that's what we need. And so, and now is a good time to learn not to compare ourselves to other people. That was a good time really to reflect on, gosh, who do I want to be? Because this is the, this might be the best do-over ever, people. That's a good point. I mean, my goodness, we're getting a do-over.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome.
2: I've, I can't count the times I've said I want a do-over.
1: <laughs> here we are.
2: And here we are.
1: <laughs> we all manifested it, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> we just manifest a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: and, and it's again, Right. And it can get sick like, and die <laughs> without adversity. There is no growth. This is true. There isn't. I mean, like, yeah. we don't learn and we don't grow. If you don't make a mistake, you don't know mm-hmm. how to fix the mistake. So, like, perfection is a myth.
1: Ooh. I like that.
2: Yeah, it really is. And, and I think this is a great opportunity to, to examine what we value because what we valued a month ago, we're realizing isn't essential. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, Like, it
2: really doesn't matter. I mean, the things that people would run and do to get their nails done or go shopping and buying Mm -hmm. clothes and, you know, retail therapy. It's like, we don't have that now. And you know what? That's okay. And maybe life would be a little bit better with less of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. My friend, Jennifer Whitaker, guys, and she... um, Thank
0: you.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you came on. I'm glad you spent uh, some time with me and with everybody who's on on the Facebook, uh, live feed there. And, um, I hope you Thank join you for me, again. Having me. I yeah, will. Yeah. yeah. I, I will. really enjoyed talking and hanging out with you mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, be safe. Stay home.
2: <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. Although, although I'm, I have to get cat food. My cat's are is completely out. So. <laughs>
1: well, you know what I'm saying?
2: I'm going to have to put on my scuba suit and <laughs> go All to the grocery right. store.
1: Beautiful. I really appreciate you. I really care about you. I'm glad that you were able to spend some time with me mm-hmm. since I know we uh, we work together sometimes on some other things and uh, haven't been able to see you or any anybody really in person. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to bring my friends to um, this format and share their um, insights with us. And that's why my show is uh, part of With Insights Radio and Iggy Garcia Live is part of that. And I hope to see you soon. And I hope that uh, maybe one day you can have a show on my, on my network. <laughs> All right.
0: Okay. Thank you. We'll see thanks you soon. Ziggy. All mm-hmm. right. You have a good evening. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, everybody. I just want to say uh, thanks to Jennifer for being here with me. And I hope that you got some information, some tidbits out of that. Remember, you know, she's said, be curious and hit that pause. That pause is a very powerful tool for for us to, uh, you know, just do some reflection in there and, you know, just be that childlike kid, you know, that not be childish, childlike. In your questioning and your curiosity about things, because it's important for us to remember that we still have little children inside of us and they have a lot of questions. And sometimes when we come asking questions, it can come across like a kid asking a question because we still are just little kids in grown up suits and we're trying to grasp all the things that are happening. And you know, we're not going to get it all right. And that's okay, but we're going to do our best. But I have friends like Jennifer. Uh, you know, Blue Hawks. Uh, some other people were going to come on. Uh, Hayden and Kate were on the other day, and Krista was on, and Sammy was on, and Ronnie was on, and you know, all the people who've been popping on and I bring bringing on. These are people who I work with. These are people I care about, people I love, and people who you know I cherish very deeply because they bring to the world something that I can't share with the world. I can share what I can share, and they share what they can share. They they share their pieces and their little gold nuggets through me, with me. And together we just make this a better place. So I hope you really, truly enjoyed uh, this time. Let us know, send us a message, look up Jennifer on Facebook, friend her, get some more information from her. And um, you know, let's do this. Let's just get through this one day at a time, do what you need to do and be in alignment, healthy limits and boundaries for yourself. And you know, guys, I will be drumming tomorrow. I promise. I promise that. Uh, so with that, I want to say it's good to be here. Ho pono pono, matakuiasen, ho um namaste. All the things that you are in alignment with, you know, the universe, God, whatever, whatever it is. And if there's nothing, fine. I want to just say thank you for being people. I'm going to bring on, you know, when this thing, even when this thing's over, we're going to keep doing shows and doing stuff. All right, peace out, guys. Take care. Much love. Take care. I'll see you guys next.